This is New York's Asset Protection Roundtable with Ted Alatsis of Alatsis Law Firm. Our mission at Alatsis Law Firm is to assist you with the three pillars of protection, preserving your assets, providing you help, and protecting your future. Well, hello and welcome into New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, a three pillars of protection program. I'm Ben George. He's Ted Alatsis over to Alatsis Law Firm. You can find him online at alatsislawfirm.com. Ted, how are we today? Oh, doing great, Ben. And hopefully uh, you're enjoying this early summer weather. I am. I know you're, you dealt with a little traffic today. It's been one of those days, huh? New York, a New York kind of day. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> but, um, you know, we, we persevere as, as we say here in New York, so we, we should be doing fine. Yeah, you don't back down from any challenges, right? That's right. We got a good show today. We're, we're going to talk about what you should be telling your executors, your trustees, your power of attorney agents and guardians. It's all about communication. And oftentimes people think, hey, you know, with estate planning, uh, it's, my, it's my own personal stuff. I don't need to really share a whole lot of it or maybe the opposite. Some people like to share a lot of stuff. So we want to really talk about why it's so important to pick the right fiduciaries when you're, when you're building your estate plan and along the way, how much do you tell the people that you've chosen and how much do you get them involved? So that'll be the plan today. And, and, and communication is always important, right, Ted? I mean, no matter whatever aspect of life, but especially with estate planning, making people aware, letting them know your wishes is, 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 is really at the core of what you do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, just just by taking the step of drawing up an estate plan, you're already starting that uh, communication and that dialogue because at the end of the day where you're you're doing is is declaring the these these are you know my intentions with my estate and I want everybody to know or the people who I want them to know I want them to know that this is what I want this is what I want done this is this how and this is how I want things to go so we're gonna try to talk you through this today on this episode of New York's Asset Protection Roundtable and uh, make sure you know what you need to be telling people how much you should be telling them and how much you should keep private so let's start with the bare minimum Ted what's what once you hit build your estate plan you got everything in order. What is the bare minimum you need to do? For those families that maybe like to keep things private, what should they at least open up on? Well, I mean, it, it starts with, you know, making sure that whoever you're going to be selecting as your fiduciary knows that you're selecting them and and what role you're kind of envisioning for them, right? So, you know, many times and yeah, most most times this is the case, you're you're selecting someone who's a family member, someone who's probably even a beneficiary of the will, and that's perfectly fine uh, or or of your estate plan, I should say. And, that, and that's absolutely perfectly fine and a great idea. Um, but sometimes you're, you're selecting someone who isn't necessarily as familiar with, you know, what your wishes are or uh, isn't necessarily as familiar with your, your family dynamic. Um, and so, you know, speaking to that person or persons, you know, uh, when you're doing it or even, you know, in advance of doing your estate plan, I think is a, is a good way to start. So once you kind of let them know what they've been picked for and what you want them to do, is there anything else in terms of like documents or, you know, any contact info you should at least make sure they're aware of? Yeah, I, you definitely want your fiduciary, whoever it's going to be, and we'll use the term executor, but, you know, it's the same applies for a trustee uh, or a guardian. And you, what you want them to know in advance certainly is if you have a lawyer, who your lawyer is. Um, if you have a financial a planner or a financial uh, advisor, you know who that person is. Um, you may want them to know who your accountant is so that you can withhold or prevent yourself from giving them more information than you really need to give them, like um, you know where your banks your, 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 where your, you know what's in your bank account, um, what's in your you know investment portfolio, perhaps you, you want to keep that private. Um, so it's important that they know 
that information. They also should know, you know, where your estate documents are. Um, so, you know, if you're going to keep them, you know, then, you know, you're going to keep them somewhere safe in the house. They should know where they are, where they're going to be. So if God forbid something happens to you, they know where to go get them. Um, or if it's going to be, you know, they're going to be safe, keep, you know, held in safekeeping with your lawyer or some, or someone else like that, you know, they should at least know where to, to go to, to go get that stuff. And then, you know, finally, I think um, what they should know is, you know, if, if you have any specific, say, burial or, um, uh, you know, cremation instructions, you know, they, they probably should know that if they're going to be the ones responsible for making sure that that gets taken care of. Um, if, if not, you know, then, um, you know, the, whoever is going to be responsible for that should, should know about that as well. And then, um, you know, finally, they, they really should know, you know, who your emergency contact person is, if it's not them. You know, generally speaking, people will rely on who the person that's going to be their fiduciary is. Uh, they, they're generally going to rely on that particular person to be their emergency contact. But in certain circumstances, it's not the person that they're going to rely on, you know, more day to day. So, you know, if there's a person like that, the fiduciary should know who that is. If someone doesn't share this information, if you pick out your fiduciary, don't share any of this information, what are the consequences? Can you, I mean, what are we, what are we talking about here if, if you don't actually divulge a lot of this stuff you've mentioned? Well, so the first thing that could happen is confusion, right? Because if at the end of the day, someone is appointed an executor and they don't know where the will is, so they don't, they don't even know that they are an executor that, and that there is a will with them, you know, being appointed as an executor. Well, you know, now, now your estate's kind of, you know, left to um, whoever you didn't select, or, um, you know, there may, there may be a lack of knowledge as to, you know, what your estate plan is. And it kind of defeats the whole purpose of, of the estate plan. So if you, if the fiduciaries don't know where things are, and if your beneficiaries don't know where things are, then, um, you know, you, you could run into, you know, being in a state of having to do some sort of administration as opposed to, you know, a probate or, you know, the administration of a trust. Now, all of a sudden the state is picking who your, your beneficiaries are. And that's, you know, that may not be what you wanted to, to do. And, the whole reason why you did your estate plan in the first place. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's take it a step further then for people that are more comfortable sharing additional information. Um, what else is there that would be very helpful for these people to know? Well, I mean, I think, I think it's important that, you know, whatever uh, fiduciary you, you're using, whatever selection that you're going to be uh, utilizing, they, they know what their particular role is, right? So if it's a, if it's an executor, then they know that their job is to make sure that the will gets offered for probate, and that they hire the right lawyer to take care of, you know, the the estate, and then you know if there's a house that has to be sold, they have to make sure that that gets taken care of, and all the different steps that go along with it, right? If if it's a trustee, then you know some some similar aspects of of that uh, take place, and then distributions and making sure the distributions uh, take place. If it's a guardian, then you know they need to know that you know their obligation and their responsibility is going to be to take care of a minor child, right? Because they're not—that's uh, their major—that's their major function. That's their—that's the whole reason that they've been appointed. Um, there's a, a minor child, and that then someone needs to take care of that child because the parents are no longer available. And you know, if it's um, a power of attorney or an agent, um, then you know they need to know what those what what those obligations are and what um, what parameters. And criteria are going to be used for you know the the use of authority. So you know basically it's important that the fiduciary knows you know what it is exactly that you're you're asking them to do. 
And this is one of those spots, too, where you could actually provide some of that information you mentioned earlier, like the financial statements and what do you have in your account and some of the more specific assets you hold, right? It's not 100% necessary that you mention these things, but it's always good in, in, the, in the idea of trying to avoid as much confusion as possible. If you're comfortable sharing some of this stuff, there's other additional information you can share there, right? Right. Absolutely. And, and you know, it, it, I think it's important to let them have some guidance as to what it is exactly you're asking them to do. I mean, um, you, you certainly can can withhold, you know, as much information as you as you feel you want to withhold. But, you know, if you're if you're going to leave someone in a state to manage and there's 15 million dollars in it. Right. Uh, I think it's important that they know generally um, that there is a, a, an estate that's essentially complicated or, or complex and may have some varying complexities. It may require addressing certain issues in a timely fashion. And knowing that in advance can let that fiduciary plan accordingly, right? To hire the right professionals to get things done in a timely manner so as not to avoid, so as to avoid, um, you know, penalties or, or taxes, uh, you know, that, that, that or, unwanted, or unwanted consequences that, you know, could devastate the beneficiaries, right? So, so you, you need to kind of clue them in enough so that they can, they can service the estate well. Okay. Let's talk about some other special considerations here. Let's talk guardianship, because uh, if you do have underage children, I'm guessing you need to have some different conversations with whoever you plan to uh, take over that responsibility of, of raising your children, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, what you want, you know, certainly in the selection of a guardian, someone who's kind of, you know, got the same mind uh, and same mindset as to how to go about raising uh, your children, because, you, you, you certainly don't want to have someone who doesn't necessarily fit your parameters for what it is that you want, you know, to, and how it is that you want your child to be raised. So you, you definitely want to have conversations with, you know, whoever the guardian or guardians is going, are, are going to be so that you can talk about and, and understand that you're both on the same mindset or that, you know, you have the same, you know, conceptual uh, understanding of what it is and how it is that you want your children to be raised, what religion you want them to be raised, for example, or, you know, what schools you'd like them to attend if, if the money's available to do that. So you, you definitely, you definitely want to have those conversations in advance and not necessarily, you know, be surprised by it after the fact. Yeah. That's, that's something that uh, you want to make sure that whoever you pick for that's on the same page as you, right? I mean, that's, that's not something you say, okay, I'm going to select so-and-so and then I'm going to, going to spring it on them after the fact that, Hey, you're the one that I, uh, I've chosen to be the guardian. Right. Absolutely. Right. So I mean, you don't, you, you don't want someone who, you know, if you're inclined to be a more, you know, restrictive or more conservative uh, parent and um, you know, your, your guardian is going to be someone who is the direct opposite, overly permissive or overly, um, you know, liberal with their attitude and maybe not necessarily as, um, as conscientious with regard to schoolwork or, you know, work ethic or anything like that, then, you know, maybe that person isn't the right fit for you, right? fit for you and fit, fit for your children, right? So, so you've, got to, you've got to take that into consideration for sure. Yeah, that's a spot where you probably can't share too much information in terms of, uh, you know, detailing how and uh, your, with how you want your child to be raised and all the details that go in with that. So something to be thinking about there with guardianship. Um, last thing we want to close out here is, you know, you don't need to share too much, right? I mean, there goes, there becomes a point where you don't have to go above and beyond a certain point, right, Ted? I mean, there's core information, but at what point is it too much? Yeah, I, I mean, look, at the end of the day, what you don't want to do um, is create scenarios that you know may lead to some sort of nefarious intentions, for sure. I mean, that's that's certainly one concern. And then you you do want to maintain a certain level of your own privacy, and you should you should feel that 
you can do that, right? So, so there's that balance. It's a, it's really about, you know, how much information do I really need to share, and then how much information can I withhold, um, so that you know I don't create a, a an awkward, you know, scenario. I, I mean, yeah, you know, certainly there are, you know, cer- yeah, I'll, there are certain scenarios that are more remote than others, and so we want to be be leery of that, and we want to you know take that into consideration when we're talking about these things. But um, you know, at the at the end of the day, you you want that balance. You want you want an appropriate balance. You don't want to you you don't want to tarnish the relationship you already have, or undermine it in any way. So so it's sort of a it's a it's a feel that you, you that I think most people generally can can appreciate. But it takes a little bit of of doing. Right. Well, I know this is something probably you you work with your clients, right? I mean, somebody that maybe feels overwhelmed, like oh, I've got to you know not only do I have to pick these people and put everything in place. Now I've got to communicate everything. I don't want to miss anything, but I'm sure this is something that you kind of help make sure they, they check off the boxes along the way and, and have those conversations where appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's part of our, our process, right? So we, we go through a number of, of questions with our, our clients when, when we're going through the planning process. And, um, you know, we, we kind of ask our clients to think constructively about, you know, who it is that they're, thinking about appointing in, in some of these positions um, and then discuss with them whether, whether they've actually spoken with their prospective uh, nominees, you know, why it is that they've selected these particular people for, you know, particular roles. And then, you know, what their thought, thought process is, but without providing any value judgments and certainly, you know, letting them kind of think through it. Um, and then, you know, we, we try to, you know, discuss the appropriate way to approach it with them. Very good. Well, if you want to uh, learn more or get your plan started, you can log on alatsislawfirm.com. There's also the phone number right there on the website as well. But if you have a pen and paper, it's 718-233-2903. And you can always book a time to meet with Ted and that team there at Alatsis Law Firm and, and start going through your estate planning process. And there's also some other great information along with our podcast archive there on the website as well. But important conversation for sure, Ted. I know this is one that, uh, you know, it's always important to make sure communication is done appropriately and accurately and on time. So uh, I'm glad we went through this today. Great, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. The valuable conversation to have and and certainly something that people should be thinking about when they're they're working on their estate plans. Well, thank you for listening to New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, a three pillars of protection program. For Ted Alatsis, I'm Ben George. We'll talk to you soon. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.